0: Coach.org.
1: Oh, what is up? It's Tuesday. It is October 2nd. We are here. It's something, it's something cool about it still being dark outside at <laughs> 6 o'clock in the morning. No, there's nothing cool I like about that, that. Except for the fact there's a very scary uh, parking lot. Exactly. That's what's not cool <laughs> yeah, about I it. Yeah, I know. But other than that, it's cool till you get here. Uh, it's your morning ritual. Me, Gary Lewis, <laughs> KNSD AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk uh and shockingly enough there are three things i think you, you yes yes you need to know uh number 1 well scratch this chick off the list sweatnick julie sweatnick does an interview on nbc and contradicts Pretty much everything that she said about Brett Kavanaugh and the parties and everything. Yeah, yeah, this is working out well, isn't it? This is, I mean, this is going swimmingly, right? This is, this is fantastic. We'll play the sound bites uh, to show it to you and and prove it to you, and, and then you can hear it and you can have a lot of fun, right? Yeah, have fun with that one. Second thing that I think, yeah, that I think you need to know is, this is very interesting. This goes to show you that, um, Information is power. There was a poll done. Should Brett Kavanaugh be confirmed? Amazingly enough, when the people in the poll are told—and this is, by the way, a Harvard Harris poll—I believe, yes, uh, a Harvard Harris survey—when um, people are told that every single witness of Christine Ford, that she, every single named witness that Christine Ford has put out there, does not corroborate her story. All of a sudden, the confirm Brett Kavanaugh part of the poll shoots up to, oh, you want to know that right now? All right. No. Keep me in suspense. I'll get to that. All right. Good. I'll get to that. How about now? Actually, no, no, it's fine. Okay. When when the respondents are told the three named witnesses do not corroborate Ford's claims, 57% say they're in favor of his confirmation. If the FBI finds no corroboration for Ford's claims, 60% say Kavanaugh should be confirmed. Wow. Now, what is it before? Uh, It's in the 40s. We'll get into that. Third thing I think you need to know. And there's a lot of stuff here, but here we go. Uh, Apparently, the women behind the Jeff Flake elevator setup are far leftists that work for George Soros. Multiple stories confirming this. Now, they are far-left wing activists. Either Jeff Flake fell for it, or maybe he was complicit in it as well. Was it a setup? Three things I think you need to know. Yeah, maybe that should be number one. I don't. There's there. Fake, fake, fake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, the New York Post has a cover today. of Republican women back. Brett Kavanaugh. 86% of Republican women. Women. (laughs) That's a big deal, right? Big matzo ball thrown out there. So we have that. So this poll is really remarkable. Um, You know, basically it's divided by partisan lines. This whole situation. Democrats don't like them. Republicans love them. So Mark Penn, the former Bill Clinton pollster who has... At least he's honest and he's ripped into Hillary and the Democrats for, you know, basically making bad decisions, doing bad things. He is the Harris poll chair. They reported that 40 percent. Of people that saw or read part of the testimonies last Thursday felt that only Ford seemed credible. Twenty three percent said only Kavanaugh seemed credible. Really? Twenty seven percent said both seemed believable. 67% 67% felt Ford was credible. 50% overall said Kavanaugh was credible. So you have, there's a lot of numbers to put it on the radio. I get it. I get it. But people were on Ford's side. But that's, again, where it gets very interesting. The credibility of the testimony doesn't appear to be the decisive factor, writes Mark Penn. Isn't that crazy? Mm. The credibility doesn't seem to be the deciding factor. It comes down to corroboration. Oh, again. Which is what we've been talking about, which is what the Democrats and the media don't want to talk about. Let me one more time say it. I said it in the three things. Let me say it again. When respondents were told that the three-name witnesses do not corroborate what Christine Ford claimed, 57% say they are in favor. Ray, I'm in favor of it, of his confirmation. So when they're told that, hey nobody backs up what she says then they were then they were uh, they said if the fbi does the extra investigation and finds no corroboration it shoots up to 60% saying he should be confirmed so that's a pretty big jump right there isn't it the people that watched it said only only 23% said he seemed credible for people that saw or read parts of it so there you go Um, once people know the facts, it's funny how that works, isn't it? I was talking to, uh, listen, again, I, I, I love my best friend. He's a good guy. Doesn't follow really the news that much. I was talking to him a few days ago and this is what just disturbs me a little bit, but it goes into my theory of not everyone should vote. And my friend's a very smart guy. Uh, he's a physician's assistant. Um, he does all right. So I was talking to him a few days ago and And all of a sudden, the news, right, the news kind of came up. And I brought up the Supreme Court thing. And he goes, man, it's obvious, this Kavanaugh guy, he's just not a good guy. And I said, why would you say that? Well, as I look at the stories, obviously, I you know, and I voted for Trump, but he's just not a good guy. And listen, my friend is not a Republican. He's not a Democrat. He's one of those guys that, eh, whoever I think is the best I'm going to vote for. No, no, it's not so bad at all. But, and I'd never lose a friendship over this, a lifelong friendship. But he, uh, he, I said, so you think that the stories are out there? I said, I don't know if you're if you're aware of this or not. I said, but every single person that this woman claims is a witness said it never happened. He went, oh? I said, yeah. And, and I said, on top of that, I go, do you think that guy looks like a gang rapist? Don't you think that would have come out earlier that he's a gang rapist? Drugging girls? Well, you know, uh... I just I just don't like any of these people, and they're all corrupt and blah, blah blah. I'm like, okay. But I mean, that, that's what it comes down to is that when people don't know the facts, which is why the media goes on these tangents. I mean, you've ever watched cable news, and you probably and you shouldn't. I'm telling you, you shouldn't. They go, they have people that go off on these tangents that make literally no sense. I mean, we put, let's we have them from yesterday. It's like one of my favorite sound bites. We played it later on in the show from yesterday, um, where the chick talked about corroboration. Um, it's evangeline gomez this was a uh, yes yeah, number 98 number 98 evangeline gomez uh on saturday on neil cavuto's weekend fox show this happened question and answer go but what if the fbi through these series of interviews can find no corroboration
2: for dr ford's charges i mean something real happened to her but well, but the fbi can so can find no corroboration that it was indeed the judge
3: um i think what you're saying is a great point um Do we need corroboration in in Uh, regular rape allegations (laughs) or sexual assault allegations? What what type of corroboration do you need, and how Uh, do you define corroboration? I didn't know
1: there's a type of corroboration. Is that Bill Clinton? Yeah, she's a lawyer. I didn't know there's a type of corroboration, and I didn't know there were, like, alternative definitions to corroboration. It's pretty much cut and dry, isn't it? Garrett, what is the definition of is? (laughs) Exactly. Now, when you say corroborate, are you talking about, like, somebody, like, saying, like, I was there and it's true, or, like, I heard about it. I didn't see it, but I just don't know. And... What? 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 You see, you have that. I mean, these are the crazy, craziest things that that I've heard about this. It's it's just the ultimate in, in BS. And again, it takes all the credibility away from these, these networks and shows that it's just time to fill and they want people to say crazy things. So we talk about it. There's nothing truthful behind it. So Mark Lamont Hill was on CNN yesterday. Mark Lamont Hill is a professor somewhere, which is quite disturbing, to be honest with you. I mean, it's really bad. So he's on CNN, and he's on some panel, and he actually said, I mean, maybe the dumbest thing, I it makes literally no sense. We're going to have to play it a couple of times because it's very short. He's on with Jake Tapper, and he's talking about uh, who he believes. Li- just listen to this. You believe her 100%. 100 Do you think he's lying or he doesn't remember?
0: I think rape culture is so pervasive that it's possible that he's not lying and still did it.
1: W- w- all we need is like his part. Because again, it was, I believe her. You don't believe him? And did, did you, just one, one more time, because you might, it was so fast, you might have missed it. Uh, let's go. Let's let's do it. 100 Do you
0: think he's lying or he doesn't remember? I think rape culture is so pervasive that it's possible that
1: he's not lying and still did it. I think rape culture is so pervasive... It's possible he's not lying, but still did it. I, Garrett, you robbed that bank down the street. It No, I didn't. Well, it's yeah, possible that but, you're not lying, but you still did it. Exactly. Yeah, I,
4: Give me some money.
1: At that point, I don't know how people, unless people were confused that were on that panel. Rich Lowry from National Review was on that panel. You're sitting back and saying, what just happened? Like, did you say that correctly? It, am I hearing things right now? Wait. What? Play it again? One, one more time.
0: I think rape culture is so pervasive that it's possible that he's not lying
1: and still did it. Hmm. Because <laughs> what? He didn't think it was rape and he thought he had the right to do it? Is that what he's saying? Well, he's white and he has that privilege. Don't forget yeah, oh, about that. It's, it's, it's crazy.
4: You know, it's all this.
5: Fake, 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 fake. I mean, it really
1: is. It really is. So we have a lot to get to. The Jeff Flake stuff. Do you think it was a setup? Do you think Jeff Flake was in on it? This was all a big ruse from the beginning? He allowed himself to be trapped? Was it something coordinated? Would it surprise you? Not trying to go full conspiracy theory on this, but I mean, the dude just hates Trump. We have sound bites from Jeff Flake. This, This isn't about fairness. This is about Jeff Flake hating Donald Trump. Matter of fact, we'll play for you what he said. This is a big deal. He was out in Boston. He was in Boston and New Hampshire, running away from Arizona as fast as he possibly can. Right? Running away. Uh, by the way, I've, I still have not seen any official from the Republican Party in Arizona condemning Jeff Flake for doing this crap. But I remember, Jeff Flake said, I got this is tearing the country apart. We got to be fair. He just hates Trump. He's trying to stick up for his buddy McCain. Wait till you hear what he said coming back. KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. You're shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. 627. How you doing? Everything good? I'm out of breath, man. man the sun's coming out. Well, you, mm. it, it should be. Mm. What? No? Is that... Well, <laughs> me out All of right. breath or the sign? But both, 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 both. Uh, so uh, it had nice rain yesterday. Today, uh, looks like later in the day, probably started about uh, two, three, 2 or 3 o'clock, maybe 4 o'clock. Scattered thunderstorms are a possibility, and it builds up uh, yeah until about 6, 7, and 8 o'clock at night, and then it's going to taper off. But we're looking at uh, today. Uh, So, again, a possible another rainy day. Pretty good chance. 84 for a high. 87 and sunny tomorrow. 87 and sunny Thursday. I like those. I like those highs. Uh, And get this. You ready for this? Not to get you too excited. We might get some more, more rain Sunday and Monday. But next Wednesday, 79 and sunny. I know it's a week from tomorrow. But still, doesn't that sound nice? Am I getting old now because I'm getting excited about the cool? I think it's a Tucson thing. You're old. It's an Arizona thing. Get out of here. Then you just get excited when the weather's not a million years. On our block yesterday, really quick before Jeff Lake, on our- all of a sudden I walk, my- I'm like, ooh, I can-, I can take out Rush Like while the sun is kind of out, even though it's not really out because there's cloud cover. About 4.30, 5 o'clock, I take Rush for a walk, and all of a sudden there's like 14 kids on my block, people sitting outside in lawn chairs in their driveway. And I'm like, is something going on? They're like, no, we're just we're just enjoying being able to go outside and not melt. It's not like your area, Ryan, where you guys just go out and just stumble home boozing it up, but whatever. Well you go across the street and you're good. Yeah.
4: Neighborhood bar. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Get out of here. Oh, really? What's wrong with that? I, I don't I don't I
1: don't know. Uh, Jeff Flake. Jeff Flake. <laughs> yeah, Jeff Flake, uh number one oh five. Jeff Flake talking in Boston at the Forbes under thirty event, whatever the hell, you know, 30 all the people that are under 30 and also, whatever. So Jeff Flake's out there and he was asked about, uh, well, Trump and all this other stuff. Now remember, I'm telling you, this Kavanaugh thing has absolutely nothing, this delay has nothing to do with Kavanaugh or finding out what's fair. He knows there's nothing there. He just hates Trump. I'm just telling you, here we go, listen. I I could never warm to the president. Uh, long
6: before he ran, he talked about President Obama not being a citizen, I thought that itself is disqualified. Uh, You cannot do that. And then talked about John McCain in a derogatory way and then talked about uh, Mexicans in a derogatory way. And I just think that we've got to do better than that. We, uh, We can't refer to our
1: opponents, political opponents on the other side of the aisle as losers and clowns. So he takes the liberal talking point of Trump hates Mexicans. Mm -hmm. we know exactly what Trump said when he said they they don't send their best, which we know. They send drug dealers, they send rapists, and some are good people. That's what he said. You know, again, here's Jeff Flake, once again, standing up for other people, well, people other than Arizonans. So Obama lying about Benghazi doesn't disqualify him from being president? Hmm. Worried about what Trump said about Obama. Obama ruined people's lives for years. And that's still okay in Jeff Flake's mind. Donald Trump has literally turned around everything and he just can't take it. He is so blinded by his hatred. For Donald Trump. So blinded that he has to say these things. He just sounds deranged, doesn't he? In a very calm way. You know, he can be very calm what he's saying, but it literally makes no sense. That disqualifies him. So Trump, uh, Obama lying about Fast and Furious. Obama using the IRS to go after conservative groups like the Tea Party groups. That doesn't disqualify him from being president. But Trump questioning Obama. Well, that's, that's just, that's over the line. Obama spying on journalists. James Rosen, AP reporters. Sheryl Atkinson. Huh? Ah. That's OK. This guy is so I mean, he is he he is over the cuckoo's nest. We have more about him and then we'll get into the the the, the women, 710 this morning, the women behind it or the women that were there yelling at him with their ties to George Soros and groups that he funds. Oh, yeah. So, again, you have to sit back and say, was this just a big setup? Was it? It's something you really have to think about, doesn't I mean, really, really? So we have that. You know what I have, too? Some drinking stories about current Supreme Court justices. I have some of those. We'll get to that. And Kanye being tossed out of the club. You hear what Snoop Dogg said about him and some other people. We'll get to that as well because he went full MAGA. And he exposed the Dems for exactly what they do in the media. And apparently this makes him, well, you'll hear. We'll get to it coming up right now on KNST. It's Fox (laughs)
5: How can a guy that's, well, let's just say he's not six feet tall, have an ego that big? One word, stimulation. Mm. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk.
1: 641, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Julie Swetnick. Julie Swetnick. Uh, Julie Swetnick is the latest Kavanaugh accuser to... Be caught lying. She changed. We'll play the audio soundbite to the next hour. Maybe, maybe we'll sneak one in this hour. Uh, she literally changed her mind. She's the one that claimed there was, like, rape trains and drugging of girls and everything else. And she interviews with NBC News. And, uh, well, no witnesses can corroborate anything. One's dead. Uh, one denies even knowing her. And the other two aren't returning calls. Not good for her. Good for Kavanaugh. Second thing I think you need to know, speaking of Kavanaugh. Uh, A poll shows that once people, and I put this on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio, once people know, once people are told that all the witnesses, Christine Ford named, do not corroborate her story, they refute it, all of a sudden, the percentage, the amount of people that say, all right, he should be confirmed, shoots up like a rocket. Funny how that works when people find out the truth, right? Third thing I think you need to know, turns out the women that cornered Jeff Flake in the elevator well it started to come out about these women and it turns out these women have ties to George Soros funded organizations. So you sit back and say was it a setup? Maybe it was was it was Jeff Flake in on the, it was obviously a setup was Jeff Flake in on the setup They're with the Center for Popular Democracy. Heavily funded by George Soros's Open Society Foundations. Matter of fact, as of 2014, Open Society was one of the three largest donors to the group. Oh, all a setup, and Jeff Flake either fell for it like a dope, which wouldn't surprise me, or was in on it, which would not surprise me. Three things I think you need to know. So we have that now. Um, really quick, Kanye. Oh, I love I love me some Kanye. We have some Kanye from... yet. We played Kanye yesterday this time, didn't we? Yeah. If you don't know, Kanye was on Saturday Night Live. He's a musical guest. And after the show, he was on stage talking to the crowd. And he came out in his Make America Great Again hat. And he said the audio, the, uh, the cast bullied him to not do it, but he did it. And he told the crowd the Democrats' plan is to get the dad out of the house. No father. They want people to be on welfare. 90% of the news is liberal. All that stuff. And he said, just, just think. Think for yourself. And like two people applauded, or one guy applauded, and everybody else was, everybody else was was uh, was I guess, I guess kind of in shock and booing him. Mean, you can see the look on the faces of these people. Anyway, so Snoop Dogg came out, and of course Snoop Dogg was very predictable. What do you think, Snoop Dogg? As if anybody cares about Snoop Dogg? Um, Snoop Dogg basically said that Kanye, he said Kanye West is an Uncle Tom because he supports President Trump. He. Um, Insinuated that in his Instagram post, and and Snoop Dogg said, "It's what he because he, he replied yes." Uh, Snoop Dogg said, "Also make your music great again." N word, isn't that nice? No.
4: Wait, what was the last thing that Snoop Dogg did besides calling himself Snoop Lion or some crap like yeah, that? Yeah, I
1: don't, I don't, I don't. He did a video where he he killed Trump. Remember that? He shot Trump, a guy, the actor playing Trump in the head? Yeah. Yeah. So we have that. Uh, also, do you know who Captain America is, the actor that plays Captain America? You're you're into that stuff, right? Yeah. Chris Evans or something like that? Yeah, sure. Um, Captain America, he's a big lib. Huge lib, Chris Evans. Huge lib. And after Kanye did what he did, he was apparently triggered. Very triggered. And Chris Evans basically called Kanye West stupid. He tweeted out, there's nothing more maddening than debating someone who doesn't know history, doesn't read books, and frames their myopia as virtue. He just loves using these words to try to make himself sound smart. The level of unapologetic conjecture I've encountered lately isn't just frustrating, it's retrogressive, unprecedented, and absolutely terrifying. Now, apparently now remember this if anybody said anybody popular said anything questioning Obama, they were racist oh, shit. Here we yes go. right Race war. but here we go because it's all about your political uh your political thoughts and your ideology the white Chris Evans basically called Kanye West stupid ignorant uninformed you name it right he Yes, Chris Evans called that. He he, he said he said that about the black Kanye West. Do you think anybody ever called him racist? No. Yesterday, of course not. So it's not racist when when the white actor rips the pro-Trump black guy. That's not racist. I'm just letting you know the double standard. And that that listen, it, it isn't racist. But it's also not racist if, if a Republican says something about a black guy that they don't like. Uh just like it was so stupid. When apparently Trump was racist for calling, uh, uh, what's Omarosa, a lying dog. Remember they tried to say that was racist? That's yeah. a code. Was, really? So that, okay. Trump calls Omarosa, who totally threw him and everybody that works for him and his family under the bus to try to make a buck, calls her a lying dog, racist. Chris Evans calls Kanye West stupid, ignorant, and everything, because he supports Trump, not racist. Follow that. Oh, I love it you think Jamie Foxx regrets doing this song? Oh, 100,000%. Because he hates Trump, too? Yeah. So, um, yes. So everybody is ripping into Kanye West. And he's talking about slavery. And they keep talking, because he said, we've got to repeal the 13th Amendment. They're like, it, do you even know what that is? It's gone. They repealed slavery. What he's saying is that there is still slavery happening because... He thinks the black community is, right now, they're basically slaves to the Democratic Party. That's what he's saying, and they're too stupid. We will. Kanye West tweeted, this represents his Make America Great Again hat. He tweeted out a picture of him in it and wrote, this represents good and America becoming whole again. We will no longer outsource to other countries. We build factories here in America and create jobs. We will provide jobs for all who are free from prisons as we abolish the 13th Amendment. Message sent with love. So, like, you idiot, the 13th Amendment that demolished slavery, it's over. And he but he's basically saying you there actually is modern day slavery. And he he clarified it, he tweeted the Thirteenth Amendment is slavery in disguise, meaning it never ended, and we are the solution that heals. So these because Sarah Silverman said, Do you maybe mean that despite the Thirteenth Amendment or through a despicable loophole of the Thirteenth Amendment, racially biased jail time for nonviolent crimes is being used to implement legal slavery? No, that's not what he means, actually. He means, again, that black people are being basically used as slaves by the Democratic Party so they stay in power. But whatever, Sarah. So anyway, uh, Kanye, as soon as you, and and this is the way you got to say it, as soon as you get off the plantation, so to speak, they they go for the jugular. That's what it comes to. they, They literally go for the jugular. So, isn't that nice? Uh, I don't watch SNL and everything else, but apparently in the promos, Kanye West was standing next to Adam Driver, the actor, and then Keenan Thompson, one of the SNL cast members, and Kanye, I guess, in the promos, was wearing his Make America Great Again hat in every single one of them. (laughs) It's so good. And that's why, uh, what's her name? The, uh, The lunatic, Whoopi Goldberg, said, how in the hell can Kanye say that he was being bullied Wearing his "Make America Great Again," how do you ward in every promo? Well, you don't, you can't be bullied. He said, "Screw you," but you don't think that he was bullied as he was putting it on and go. All right, film the promo. I'm standing right here in it. They're so dumb. They're so dumb. He said before when he was backstage is when it was happening, yes. right? Yes, and then, and she was saying, "Well, how can you say you were bullied? You wore it in all the promos. What you don't think he was bullied then? Really? So depends on your definition well, of bullying. That's true. That's true." So anyway, that's the latest going on with Kanye, which I thought was uh was excellent excellent uh we'll get to uh the Jeff Flake ladies, the ones that cornered him the elevator, and creepy Jeff, of course, he has a catch line now uh do oh do you have the catch line? do you have the catch line? It's like the creepiest thing Jeff Flake can ever possibly say um you know us this is what we do so he said this while uh over the weekend at the uh global citizen music festival here we go so
6: okay. feel free to join me in an elevator anytime
1: that's gross that's gross so we'll talk about the jeff flake girls that cornered him in the elevator uh they're, they're true backgrounds uh we'll get to that also we're gonna uh, hear the julie swetnick sound bites and also later in the show her ex-boyfriend talking about how nutso she is Shocker. However, coming up in about uh, five. Oh baby. Uh, the latest claim, Brad Kavanaugh is such a bad person. New York Times, apparently an explosive new allegation. Do you know what they found that he did in 1985? He didn't get into DeLorean. Go back in time. But wait till you hear what he did that apparently makes him not right for anything in the future. That's it's coming up. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Huh. What the hell is that? Oh, we have to talk about that one. Exactly. Okay. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis is <laughs> 7.08. KNST-AIM-790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sorry, we haven't done a transgender story in a while. And um, before I tell you three things, let me just tell you the headline, because it's it's caught my attention, and we'll do it later to keep keep your interest. Transgender sex offender, 41, who pretended to be a teenage boy to groom as a to groom a 12-year-old schoolgirl, is jailed for 11 years. Makes sense. So we have that.
4: Did you see his/her name?
1: <coughs> uh, Jacinta Brooks. Jacinta. Has, uh, Jacinta. A yeah. Jared, so it's an H. And that's a girl. That's a woman. Um... Dude's got more facial hair than me. Anyway. I don't get Both it. Both of us combined. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Whatever, we'll get to that story because it's crazy. Uh, however, three things I think you need to know brewed by Tucson Coffee Roasters, two locations for the freshest local coffee house in Tucson. Go to tcroasters.com. Uh, number one, uh, Julie Swetnick is uh, apparently someone that Democrats say we need to take seriously. She claims that she went to 10 parties where she saw Kavanaugh and his buddies putting quaaludes in the punch, and there was rape trains, even though she went back nine more times after seeing it the first time. She just thought, it's a good crowd, let me go back. Uh, She did an interview with NBC News where she literally walked back just about everything she said, and NBC said, what about these witnesses? NBC, she gave four names, one was dead, one said, I don't even know who this lady is, and two wouldn't respond. Working out well. Second thing I think you need to know is that uh, there was a Harvard Harris poll and it said once people actually are told that Christine Ford's testimony can't be corroborated by any of the witnesses she named all of a sudden support to confirm Brett Kavanaugh shoots up to fifty seven percent from thirty seven by the way 20 point shift once people actually get the info funny how they they can actually make an an accurate decision. Third thing, I think you need to know, Jeff Flake, oh, Jeff Flake, out in Boston yesterday in New Hampshire, he said that he could never like Trump because he questioned Obama's citizenship, and he said bad things about John McCain. That's what disqualified him for presidency? Okay. And the two women will get to this. The two women uh, that cornered Jeff Flake in an elevator, apparently they get uh, they work for an organization that is uh, heavily funded by George Soros' Open Society Foundation. It was a setup. Did Jeff Flake know about it, sucker? Three things I think you need to know. So, um, really quick, just a little bit more. If, you, if you're just tuning in, this this groundbreaking story from the New York Times. Oh man, is this stupid? Like I can't I can't tell you how stupid this is. The latest the latest claim is that back in 1985, Brett Kavanaugh was at a New Haven bar, and The New York Times found a police report that claimed that apparently he threw ice at somebody. Yep, bad person. But he was at a bar. Where the hell do you think these senators and congresspeople go every single night? (laughs) When did going to a bar become bad, especially when you're in college? Yeah. Uh, The New York Times uh, say uh, a professor at North Carolina State University that was a former Yale classmate of Brett Kavanaugh's claimed Kavanaugh... Quote, threw a beer in someone's face after a heated exchange of words. Police eventually got involved. One of Kavanaugh's friends spent the night in jail. Reporters obtained a New Haven police report detailing the incident, only to discover that while police were indeed involved, Kavanaugh was questioned for allegedly throwing ice in another customer's face for, quote, some unknown reason, and that a student named Chris Dudley played in the NBA for a whole bunch of years for the New Jersey Nets and some other teams. Chris Dudley, not Kavanaugh, actually threw the beer glass. Which hit the 21 year old victim in the ear. So you have this one professor that said, "I went to college with Brett Kavanaugh, and I know that he threw a glass at a guy's ear." Well, it turns out the police report said Chris Dudley threw the beer glass, which hit the the 20 year old, 21 year old in the ear. By the way, Chris Dudley's seven feet tall. He's an NBA. He was an NBA player, played at Yale. There. Dudley, the glass thrower, issued a flat out denial to law enforcement. Said, "I didn't do it." According to the police report. Kavanaugh refused to say whether he threw ice or not. Like ice cubes? Kavanaugh was not arrested, according to the New York Times and the police report. So, the latest allegation is that he was not arrested for something that he didn't do. This seven-day extension is going well, isn't it? And the guy that brought it up Actually, identified the wrong guy. Kavanaugh through the glass. Police Sports said it was Chris Dudley. Chris Dudley told police, "I didn't do that." There you go. Hang on, Frank. Welcome to KNST. Hello, Frank. Bye, Frank. You and you're telling me to take calls, which I love. By the way, I love taking calls. Eight eight zero K What are you looking at? I don't know who to
4: be disappointed more in
1: you or Frank. What did I do? Frank was
4: funny, but now he left us, and you took
1: too long. Reading your story, I had to go over the story because people didn't know what I was talking about. Eight eight zero 880 eight zero five six seven eight You leave Frank alone. He's banned from the show. No, he's not. Huh. No, he's not. I like Frank. So
4: you don't even know Frank.
1: I mean this. This is what. This is all we have right now. This okay. is all we have. <laughs> Let's go to the chicks real quick because Jeff Flake. Uh, I don't know if you heard me ever say this, but Jeff Flake sucks. He just does. So there was a write-up in the New York Post and the National Review by the same guy, John Fund. Look who was behind the Jeff Flake elevator setup. Oh, boy. Right? Jeff Flake, we played it on, what was it, Friday? Yeah, that he got harassed by women in an elevator. Oh, they were just, oh, what are you doing? You look at me when I talk to you. You're giving the guy a power. I'm sorry, did Jeff Flake sexually assault you, lady? I don't think so. Did Brett Kavanaugh? No, I don't think so. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. So. These women said I was sexually assaulted. Nobody believed me. And now you're telling all women, Jeff, that they don't matter. No, that's not what Jeff Flake is saying. Get the hell out. And Jeff Flake didn't have the backbone, which is why he slithered away. He's a snake. He has no spine. He couldn't just sit there like Lindsey Graham and say, okay, thank you for telling me this. I'm sorry this happened to you, but it has nothing to do with Brett Kavanaugh. So anyway, these women confronted Flake. A Washington examiner reporter asked Flake, did the women who confronted you this morning? Did they have any role in changing your mind? Flake said, No, no. Really? Really? Play 108 if you don't mind. Uh, Jeff Flake was in New Hampshire taking questions, in Boston. I don't know which one it was. He was in both places yesterday. He's not in Arizona. Uh, he was asked about the elevator protesters. Here we go. Listen to this. How much did those two women affect you?
6: Well, it was uh, that experience as well as a lot of others. Uh, I've got calls oh. and emails and texts from from women um, who I never thought I'd hear from in this regard, saying, here's what happened to me when I was young. Here's
1: what happened to me 30 years ago. So apparently it did then, because he originally said, no, no, it didn't affect me, and apparently now it did. Huh. The two women, Anna Maria Archia... And Maria Gallagher, they confronted Flake in the elevator. They're the ones that did it. Anna Maria Archia is an executive director of the Center for Popular Democracy. She spent the previous week in Washington engaged in protests against Brett Kavanaugh. Maria Gallagher, 23-year-old activist with the group. This group, Center for Popular Democracy, is a left-wing group heavily funded by George Soros' Open Society Foundations. As of 2014, Open Society, George Soros's group, was one of the three largest donors to the group. The Center for Popular Democracy is at the heart of the effort to stop Kavanaugh. John Fun writes, a source forwarded to me an email sent from the organization. It says, quote, last week, you saw protesters interrupting the Kavanaugh hearings, trying to slow it down and show the Judiciary Committee how much they and we care. Those protests were organized by the Women's March and the Center for Popular Democracy and other groups, end quote. Uh, Anna Maria Archia has another role beyond her duties as co-executive director of the Center for Popular Democracy. She's also a member of the National Committee of the New York-based Working Families Party. Socialists. The Working Families Party was founded in 1998 by the leaders of ACORN. Remember that? The Obama group? Yeah. In 2009, when ACORN finally ran off the rails, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas guy, secretly reported, impl- recorded employees in its offices in Brooklyn, Baltimore, Washington, and San Bernardino, California. O'Keefe and a colleague posed as a prostitute and a pimp, I remember this, and said they were planning to import underage women from El Salvador for sex trade. They asked for and received advice on getting a housing loan and evading federal taxes. That was from ACORN. Remember that? So the leaders of that group, ACORN, they were part of the Working Families Party, and she is a member of the National Committee of that. How much more do we need to know? All this is, and I wish, you know, Trump's like the only one that'll say, these are a bunch of activists that are stopping this. It's like you need, you know, Jeff Flake either. Do you think Jeff Flake was in on this? That he hate, you know, couldn't you see it? That Jeff Flake hates Trump so much that he'd be willing to stage something. Hey, I'll be walking to the elevator at this time. You guys confront me, make it look really bad. I will call for a delay for the good of everything. And will really force Trump's hand. Will make Trump look bad. You tell me that that's far fetched. Let's play one more Flake again. This is it. Number I thought one, I
4: wore the tin foil. Number one
1: hundred five. And Just think, or again, or maybe he's just too dumb to realize it, and maybe he doesn't want to talk about this. But one hundred five again. The hatred Jeff Flake has for Donald Trump was on full effect yesterday. In full effect yesterday. Listen to what he said in Boston. Here we go.
6: I I could never warm to the president. Uh, long before he ran, he talked about President Obama not being a citizen. Uh, I thought that itself is disqualified. Uh, You (laughs) cannot do that. And then talked about John McCain in a derogatory way, and then talked about uh, Mexicans in a derogatory way. And uh, I just think Mm. that we've got to do better than that. We, uh, We can't refer to our opponents, political opponents, on the other side of the aisle as losers and clowns
1: so that's what did it. That's what did it. And we've gone through, we can go through it again. We have people call in to Ryan. The law has been called in and, and reminded because I said, really? So Jeff Flake had no problem with, uh, with Obama lying about Benghazi, lying about Fast and Furious. Uh, it was brought up about the $150 billion given to Iran, trading five terrorists for uh, Bo Bergdahl. I mean, there's so many things that Obama did that are so over the line. And Jeff Flake had no problem with that. Listen, this whole delay that Jeff Flake's talking about again. It's not about reaching across the aisle. It's about he just hates Trump. He wants to see Trump fail. And here's why I can believe you on your little theory.
4: Look at his past. Look at his book. He ran interference from from, uh, Border Patrol when they were raiding his his family's farm. Yep, to protect the illegal aliens that were working there. So judge a man based on his past actions. I can see him running interference then. You can, huh?
1: He wrote it down. He was proud of it. He was proud of it, wasn't he? He was very proud of it. He loved doing that. We'll get to calls 880 KNST. No, I swear we 8805678. I mean, again, can you not see how Jeff Flake, this is not about protecting the country. He doesn't care about you as a member of the Senate. He's supposed to represent us here in Arizona and he doesn't care. He's putting his own grudge and hatred for Trump over what he's supposed to do for his job. And yet again, nobody in the Republican Party will have the cojones to call his butt out. Nobody. 880 KNST, 880 We have more flake sound bites. Got to get to your calls. Julie Sweatnick sound bites. It's all happening. KNST am 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus IHAR radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200 200. Hey, hey. 727. Hey, hey. 727. On your morning ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. About 87 today for a high. There is a uh, chance of rain, probably starting about 2, 3 o'clock this afternoon, scattered thunderstorms, and we should dry out a little bit till probably Sunday. We're looking at being in the uh, next week in the mid to upper 70s for a high. Dude, you know how great that would be for Halloween? Like, the last few Halloweens have been uh, just boiling, boiling. Uh, And I'd rather not do that. Shut your mouth. I don't want 91 degrees on Halloween. I just don't. I'll take 81. Not 91. You know, be a man. I am a man. I'm a man that likes to not have to sweat all the time. Surprised to get... I'm not going to say it. Girl, I'm going (laughs) to make you sweat. (laughs) So there's that. All right. Uh, By the way, we have uh, more evidence. Uh, Lindsey Graham is just on fire lately. He is just... Holy, what? Oh, you have it? Oh, yeah. you read ready? To, Lindsey Graham on CNN. It's like the shackles have come off Lindsey Graham. Since he's not friends with John McCain anymore, it's like all of a sudden he could just be his own guy, right? He's on CNN, and apparently he's okay with uh, using Trumpian language. This is what he told CNN. Here we go. If you don't like me working with President Trump to make the world a better place, I don't give a... It- <laughs> lindsey graham now i still have no idea where he falls on illegal immigration and the ball and, and, and amnesty and stuff like that but holy smokes, Lindsey graham he'd be one guy to call jeff flake for maybe working with and falling for the whole uh activist or at least calling out the activists at least calling them out right uh so that means listen i still think is gonna get confirmed enough is enough there are all these polls coming out West Virginians are overwhelming. It was like 58 to 28. They want Kavanaugh confirmed. And Joe Manchin's down there, a Democrat, fighting for his political life. Heidi Heitkamp in North Dakota fighting for her political life. She's a Democrat. She's an incumbent. She is now down 10 points after the Democrats went after Brett Kavanaugh. So if she votes no, she's screwed too. Can we give
4: Lindsey Graham the nickname the Honey Badger? Because he just doesn't give a...
1: Maybe, maybe, that's just incredible stuff, isn't it? Just incredible stuff. All right, we have to talk about some uh, <clears throat> some more things. By the way, I still have this drinking stories. Ruth Bader Ginsburg claims that she had got liquored up before one of the State of the Unions. Uh, Stephen Breyer, Justice Supreme, Justice Supre- uh, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer uh, admitted when he was in college at Stanford he got drunk. Uh, he got arrested for underage drinking. Are their lives ruined now? I don't blame Ruth Bader Ginsburg for getting drunk before an Obama State of the Union. How can you blame her for that, right? I mean, pretty much have to. I'd want to. However, the Trump ones, I want some beer and popcorn to sit there too. So, real quick, um, Julie Swetnick. Let's start with 109. We'll do more of these and get your calls after the news break. Julie Swetnick is the one that said she's represented by that dirtbag, lowlife, as Trump called him, Michael Avenatti. The porn lawyer. The Porn lawyer. Stormy's lawyer. And she claims that, again, when she was 20, she was going to these high school parties because she was two years older than, she's two years older than, uh, than, than Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. And she said that uh, she went to the party, she saw girls getting drugged and getting raped and there was rape trains and everything else and blah, blah, blah. And she went back nine more times to these parties because apparently it was a good time. I mean, what adult? Didn't call police about mm-hmm. any of that stuff. She is changing her mind about a whole bunch of stuff, but how about the witnesses? 109, she talked to NBC News. And totally, I mean, she is not, this is one of the people that Democrats are relying on. She screwed herself. She, just listen, here we go. Are
3: there friends who remember these parties too and remember you? Oh, I think everybody in the county remembers those parties. Because we, have, we haven't heard from those friends, so oh. I'm asking, you know, are there
7: people yes, alive I, today yes. who say, I, yes, I, have, I went yes. to those parties with yes. yes,
3: there are people that know about those parties.
7: This morning, Sweatnick provided four names of friends she says went to the parties with her. One of them said he does not recall a Julie Swetnick. Oh. Another of the friends she named is deceased. Oof. We've reached out to the other two and haven't heard back. Wow. Swetnick says after the alleged attack on her when she was 19, she never returned
1: to those big house parties. Well, so the 10th time was the last time. So if you add it up, that's like 0 for 8 against Kavanaugh. The four witnesses provided by Christine Ford and the four witnesses provided by Julie Swetnick. 0 for 8. Zero corroboration still. We'll continue your reaction. More sound bites from her and her ex boyfriend who said, This lady's nutso. Nutso. That's coming up right now. It's Fox. Yes. 741. Yes. Yes. Louder. 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 Three things I think you need to know. Number, Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Number one, Julie Swetnick, the witness that claims that uh, there was like a gang train and rapes and everything, and she went to 10 of these parties and saw Kavanaugh uh, drugging chicks. Well, she went back on just about everything she said. Her witnesses, two of them never got back to NBC News. One's dead. One told NBC News, we never heard of Julie Swetnick. Yeah, that's the best the Democrats can do, huh? Second, that's what we need a seven-day extension for, right? Jeff Flake, you second thing I think you need to know, speaking of Jeff Flake, apparently uh, Jeff Flake was set up, or was he in on it? The two women that confronted him in the elevator, paid activists. Paid activists funded by George, Sor- George Soros' Open Society Foundation. Oh, boy. Yet Jeff said yesterday he could never warm up to Trump because he said bad things about Obama, uh, questioned his citizenship and also bad things about John McCain. Uh, apparently, Flake never had a problem with any of the stuff that Obama did. We've gone through it. The Benghazi, the Iran deal, the uh, releasing terrorists for uh, a turncoat hostage, um, uh, Fast and Furious. What else am I missing? There's a lot. Everything, that's OK. Ruining the healthcare system. Third thing I think you need to know. There was a poll done by the Harvard Harris. Harvard Harris group. And it shows that once people are actually told. That Christine Ford's witnesses. All refute what she said. There's no corroboration. All of a sudden. The confirmation rate. For Kavanaugh. Jumps up significantly. It's really incredible. 37%. After hearing the testimony, said confirm him. After they were told the witnesses deny any knowledge, it shifts to 57% that favor confirmation. Goes up to 60 if the FBI agrees there's no corroboration. Wow, you find out the truth, and people can make their own, their own mind, which is why the media doesn't want you to know the truth. Three things I think you need to know. So, we have that. Now let's get back to some uh, Julie Swetnick because these were these were extraordinary. So, I just told you the witnesses, we played it right before the news break, the witnesses never came through. Again, NBC said, we reached out, two didn't call us back, one's dead, one said they never heard of Julie Swetnick. Nobody else is coming forward from these ten parties. Don't you think you'd find at ten parties? Would you not find some? would not women come forward and go, I was also drugged and raped? Ten parties she went to where this was happening. She just kept going back to these rape parties. That never happened. Number 110, Julie Swetnick changes her story on the spiked punch situation here we go there are some
7: differences oh, I, I between sweatnick's sworn statement last movie. week so and what up. she told My us right in now, that I'm statement sweatnick said afraid. she became aware of efforts by kavanaugh and his friend mark judge to spike punch at parties in our interview she said she saw them near the punch but did not specifically say she saw either man spike it oh did you see brett kavanaugh you know, spiking the punch, putting green well, I, the punch. Well, I saw
3: I saw him giving red solo cups to quite a few girls during that time frame, oh, and there no. was green punch at those parties. And I would not take one of those glasses from Mark uh, Brett Kavanaugh, excuse me. Why would you keep going? Back? I saw him around the punch. Around the. Punch. I won't say bowls or the punch containers. Mm. I don't know what he did,
1: but I saw him by them. Yes. So now I don't know what he did. Her, her statement said he put quaaludes in there. I saw him do it. Now, all of a sudden, I don't know what he did, but he was by them and he gave them cups so they can get a drink. <gasps> so next time you invite people over your house, your house for a backyard barbecue, if you hand someone a red solo cup, which no one's ever done before, right? That's, I mean, it's very unpopular. It's not like there's a country song about that. Nope, nope, nope. You could be in big, big, big trouble. That's not the only thing she went back on. Let's keep going with the credibility of Julie Swetnick. 111, how about the gang rape? Here we go. Listen to this. Julie Swetnick, NBC News.
7: In her declaration, Swetnick also wrote, I also witnessed efforts by Mark Judge, Brett Kavanaugh, and others to cause girls to become inebriated and disoriented so they could then be gang-raped in a side room or bedroom by a train of numerous boys. I have a firm recollection of seeing boys lined up outside rooms at many of these parties waiting for their turn with a girl inside the room. These boys included Mark Judge and Brett Kavanaugh. Mm. What did you see? That's very innocent. Well,
3: until what happened to me happened to me, I didn't put two and two together. Mm. But I would see boys standing outside of rooms, congregated together, sort of like a gauntlet, and I didn't know what was occurring. Uh, but I would see them laughing, a lot of laughing, um, standing uh, in line outside a room. But they would not line, but definitely huddled by doors, and I didn't oh. understand what it could possibly be. Oh.
7: And in your declaration, you describe Brett Kavanaugh and his friend Mark Judge standing outside seeing them stand outside a door yes with other boys so you're suggesting that in hindsight yes you think he was involved in this behavior i would say
1: yes Hmm. i I, it's just too coincidental now it's coincidental by the way let me remind you again last thursday brett kavanaugh was asked by diane feinstein about julie Swetnick, and he called it a farce never met her i don't i don't know i it's, it's never happened this lady is making me angry yeah you're not the only one let's continue why stop there how about uh the claim that she said that kavanaugh raped her 112 here we go i was shoved into a room and i'm having my clothes torn
3: in different directions um i was touched everywhere uh i was physically assaulted in every way you could possibly physically assault a woman it was horrible I had no way to fend them off you know what I'm gonna ask
7: everyone is wondering if one of those people was Brett Kavanaugh
3: I cannot specifically say that he was one of the ones who assaulted me Hmm. but before this happened to me at that party I saw Brett Kavanaugh there I saw mark judge there And they were hanging about the area where I started to feel disoriented and where the room was and where the other boys were hanging out and laughing. I could hear them laughing and laughing. Can she drive us to
1: the house where this supposedly happened? You know, maybe she can. I I don't know. Maybe she can. Christine Ford couldn't. (sighs) So you have all that from uh, Julie Swetnick. So she basically took herself out of the running of the one that takes down Brett Kavanaugh because she contradicted herself multiple times, over and over and over. We'll get your comments eight eight zero K N S T eight eight zero five six seven eight. On the other side, don't go anywhere. And by the way, in the next hour eight ten, we'll get to the uh, the comments. Oh my goodness gracious! From her ex boyfriend, who said this chick's nuts. So she threatened to kill my baby. Wait till you hear what else she asked this guy to do. That was violent. It's all coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Yes. What's going on with you? It's 8.07, it's Tuesday, October 2nd, it's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's Most Stimulating Talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Julie Swetnick. Uh, One of the accusers of Kavanaugh that claims she went to 10 rape parties. I mean, why not go back, right? She went to 10 rape parties. She talked to NBC News and contradicted herself. She changed her story about, well, what Kavanaugh really did. She changed her story about the spiking of the punch, the gang raping. Uh, NBC couldn't find any of the witnesses that she gave them that were at the party. Yeah, not looking too good for her. Second thing that I think you need to know is that Jeff Flake stinks. Jeff Flake was out in Boston yesterday and he said, he was in New Hampshire as well, he said he could never back Trump, never could warm to him because Trump challenged Obama's citizenship, questioned Obama's citizenship, and also, he also said bad things, derogatory things about John McCain. And he could never warm to him because of that. This is all about hatred. Jeff Flake, it's all about hatred. Uh, On top of that, it's coming out that the two women that cornered Jeff Flake in an elevator were being paid. They've worked for an organization that is funded by George Soros' Open Society Foundation. These were two professional activists that confronted him. And the question that I have is, did Jeff Flake know this? Did he set this up? Was it just too convenient? Because all he wants to do is stick it to Trump. Stick it to Trump. Third thing. I think you need to know, and this is this is kind of heartwarming. You want to know why the media never talks about Christine Ford's four witnesses that all refute everything she said? They can't corroborate anything? Harvard Harris Poll said after the testimony was heard, 37% of the people they talked to just 37% said confirmed the nomination. When these people were told, this is Harvard Harris, that the named witnesses deny any knowledge of the allegation it all of a sudden jumps to fifty seven percent that say favor the confirmation, goes up to sixty. If the FBI agrees there is no corroboration. When you actually know the truth, it's funny how it can actually shape your opinion, huh? Three things I think you need to know. Now, um there's there's a lot that's going on. I just played you the Julie Swetnick sound bites. We have more to get to. Uh the ultimate in NBC, uh trying to actually act as if Trump was wrong about Lying Dick Blumenthal yesterday, and you know, lying about Vietnam. Don Ang Rich, Richard, or is Don Ang Dick? <laughs> Don Ang that, Dick? Kind of Dan, Dick Blumenthal. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, we, NBC did, we did their him best. Don Richard. Don Richard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so good. Um, we played that live on the show yesterday when, when the Don was talking. Anyway, so uh, we'll get to that. There's so much we need to get to. And let's start with this. Richard. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Venecchi, Venessi, V-I-N-N-E-C-C-Y. I, I forget. Anyway, uh, he is Julie Swetnick's ex-boyfriend. He is now married. He's got a kid. He's got all this stuff, right? And he came out. He's the one that came out and said, "Listen, this lady's nuts. Like she threatened my 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 wife, my 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 baby, is unborn baby. She all this stuff. She has no credibility. She's nuts." You, you this Julie Swednick this is the one Julie Swednick again is represented by the porn star lawyer Michael Evanati so let's play number 113 first uh he was on Laura ingram's fox show yesterday and this is the first thing he said about Julie Swednick here we go
8: right after i broke up with her she basically called me many times and uh, at one point she basically said you will never ever see your unborn child unborn child alive and uh, I want you know, I'm just going to go over there. I'm going to kill you guys.
5: She said she was going to kill you?
8: Yes. And that, that really scared me a little bit. I would think so.
1: So, again, uh, you know, the Republicans said we will do only credit. We have more to play. But the Republicans said, remember, we only want to investigate credible claims against Brett Kavanaugh. All of a sudden, the Democrats say we have 24 people we want you to talk to. Who the hell are these people? What are you talking about? The Democrats actually think this lady's credible. They brought her up several times at the hearing. Dianne Feinstein did, Maisie Hirono did, is Julie Swetnick. and we could play the audio from Brett Kavanaugh. He said, "This, this whole Swetnick thing, this, this rape trade, this gang rape thing, it's a farce. This never happened. It was in the long Dianne Feinstein when he ripped her, but I we, we don't have time to play it right now. We could we could scope it out later, but um, I want you to hear more." Because this this lady literally has no credibility. Uh, he was asked, did she ever mention, and you we were dating her, did she ever mention these rape parties, the sexual assault, being raped, that kind of stuff? Here we go,
8: listen. Never, never once she mentioned that to me. And, and we used to talk about it, just about everything, and she never once mentioned that at all.
1: By the way, this guy is a registered Democrat. Just so you know, just so you know, Want to know more about her psyche? One fifteen. Here we go. Uh, Richard Veneci or Venessi talking about his ex-girlfriend Julie Swetnick.
8: You know, she was always wanting to be the center of attention, and, and she always wanted to do something major. She always trying to impress me with everything. She basically was telling me that uh, she was exaggerating everything. If anybody knows Julie and the person, I mean, I know because I live with her. And uh, everything that came out of her mouth was just exaggerations. And uh, she never mentioned that to me at all. And it's something that uh, I was very surprised to hear this. It's Actually, I was very surprised to actually see her making these accusations because she had never, ever mentioned that to me at all.
1: And that's key. Well, why, you know, she didn't mention it. She doesn't have to mention that. Apparently, she's a bit sue happy. So, I mean, if you're a victim of this kind of stuff, she thought she was a victim of everything she's she, she's very litigious in that aspect want to be center of attention all this stuff she's the center of attention right now I mean, you know some people are just sick in the head they just want to be famous to be famous and they'll do anything to actually be famous i mean look there are people that that want to release their i mean look at paris hilton she wanted to be famous she released a sex tape or something kardashian that it was all planned anyway let's do number 117 talking about the lawsuits 170 just, just so you know because she sued everybody, apparently. Here we, so did Trump, by the way, but I know that. But here we go. Listen. She talked
8: about lawsuits. She was like, I don't know. She was affectionate about lawsuits. Uh, she, was, uh, she was trying to, uh, at one point, she, I remember she told me that she was um, uh, filing a lawsuit against, uh, harassment lawsuit against American Airlines. And all uh, lawsuits. I mean, so I finally decided, listen, you know, you're going to have to stop this lawsuit thing because it's ridiculous.
1: And remember, she was sued by her old company. For false allegations of uh, she actually was was the one committing sexual misconduct at the office toward employees and things like that. And co-workers. Now, if you remember the story about this guy, he actually wanted a restraining order on her and then it never never actually followed through to get one. He never followed through. He's sitting back saying, "Eno," you might say, why wouldn't he follow through? She's such a danger. Why wouldn't he get the restraining order? What's going on? So he was asked this yesterday on Laura Ingram's show on Fox News 116. Listen to the answer. 116. Here
8: we go. Here's Richard. You know, I knew that I had to see her again. I talked to at that time to my family and uh, we decided not to do anything, not to follow up because I didn't want to provoke her. Uh, I didn't know the type of person, I mean, I knew the type of person is, uh, she, Julie is, and I was afraid, to be honest with you. So we decided to just leave it alone in the hopes that this will go away, because at that time, the only thing that I was concerned was my family and the well-being, the well-being of my family. So we decided to change our numbers and move. Wow. And, uh, and that's basically what we did. single and, uh, and right after that, we never heard from her again.
1: Wow. Why are you laugh? It's true. It's like single white female.
4: What was that other one? But the 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 rabbit thing. What are you talking about? Uh, that movie. The
1: rabbit thing.
4: Yeah, when put it in the pot. You know what I mean?
1: I no, I don't. Oh, I think yeah, I yeah, you do. I, I I don't remember the movie, but I I remember yeah, that was gross.
4: That's well, this is the kind of person this. Lady the one with Glenn,
1: Coast, Glenn Close, Glenn Close, Michael Douglas. That Yeah, one? yeah, there you go. Uh, Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. There you Sorry. go. I was- there you go. So we have that. My show um, my age. What? You, you, that, that's all I want you to show, actually. Let's go to 118, the last thing that was quite disturbing. Oh, my God. Too much? Yeah, I'm not getting drugged right now at a party, okay? So keep, <laughs> keep on your clothes. Anyway, uh, 118, here is, uh, this is the strange, maybe the strangest thing from the interview. What she wanted him to do to her
8: Listen. For instance, every time we would get into fights, she will get right in my face and she would she was she would ask me to hit her. I mean that's just something very weird. And uh, she would lie a lot. Most of my friends did not like her. In fact, I can I you know they can testify about that. And uh, I was it was. Wait wait you know, wait okay, hold on Richard was, was, Richard hold on. She asked you to hit. She was like hit me. Yes and, and, yes. And that well, was why the, would that she was say the, that? What? I don't know. That was for any minor uh, issues that we had, she will always get into my face. And the first time I experienced that, it was like, oh, my God, this is just, you know, this is incredible. She will get right in my face and she will will say, hit me. Hit me, Richard, hit me. And then she will say something like, remember what happened to my ex-boyfriend? And I will just walk away.
1: Yeah. Now, this guy has absolutely nothing to gain by saying this. He said it was his duty, just like the others, to come forward. But he's he's just wanting people to know how crazy she is. He's a registered Democrat. He has nothing to gain by this. He's putting it out there. He's got a wife. He's got a kid. I mean, it, and, he, and he's and he's basically outing a crazy person. 880-KNST, eight eight 5678 We'll get calls. A lot of people want to talk about everything that's going on with this. Uh, the goalpost being moved. You name it. Don't go anywhere. We, st- we have so much more to talk about. It's your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word WIN to 200 You'll get a text confirming entry plus radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. 8.25, Garrett Lewis with you right here. knstam TAM sons Tucson's most stimulating talk. Some rain early this afternoon, maybe going for a couple of hours. Scattered thunderstorms are a possibility, 86 or 87 or so for a high. Uh, 87 and sunny tomorrow, about the same the next day. Next week we might see highs in the upper 70s, which is pretty sweet. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, also, by the way, Facebook.com slash Radio. Like and follow me there. It would be cool if you did. Uh, because I have great things there, including uh, the story uh, showing how once po- once once voters are told the actual s- the truth that nobody can corroborate what Christine Ford said, the percentage that say let's you know what Kavanaugh should be confirmed it jumps up twenty points, twenty points in the Harvard Harris poll. It's crazy how that happens, isn't it? Uh, Dominic's been waiting. Dominic, welcome to KNST. What's up, Dominic?
5: Hey, how you doing, Garrett? All Good right. to
1: talk to you. Same here, brother. Hey,
5: before I get started, I want to plug two of your. Uh your uh, sponsors. Really? Bob is an amazing guy. He's a genius. He is. And the Good Feed store. I don't leave my house without those. So.
1: Dude, the, I mean, people want to make fun of it. They like to give me a hard time. I take off my shoes every place I go. But they freaking work, don't they?
5: Oh, they're incredible. I have them four years. Use them every day.
1: I'm telling you. And if you do ever forget to put them in your shoes, you, you regret it. You regret it. Oh, bigly. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you realize it pretty quickly.
1: Heck yeah. And Bob, Bob is... I talk about Bob being a genius. The dude, he's... He's in, and not only is he a genius, he's not an evil genius. He's like he's like the nicest human being. So yeah. he's
5: the nicest person I've met. I know. I'm on the board with him for Make a Wish, and yes, and what he does for Make a Wish is amazing.
1: So do you remember last year? I think it was eighty thousand bucks because of his conference. He handed over thousand bucks. Yeah, insane,
5: yeah, incredible,
1: insane. Well, thank you for uh, for sticking up for them, dude. I appreciate it.
5: Oh, not a problem. So anyway, about this whole Kavanaugh nonsense, um, you know. Your your listeners would be uh, doing themselves a favor if they would read the book, Rules for Radicals, Mm -hmm. because this is literally textbook, according to that, of how to destroy someone. And and it's quite disgusting. I mean, the way they're moving the goalposts and their little trick they're doing now is, look how mad he got. Look how mad. That's not the temperament of a judge. Look how mad he got. You called him a rapist. You call him a gang rapist. You called him somebody who drugs some teenage girls and has guys lined up to rape them.
1: I would think really? he'd get mad. I would. You know what? Yeah. I'm going to let you continue. Can I play? I, I know you're talking about this. Throw me up over there, Ryan. This is just what Chuck Schumer said just a little while ago uh, on the Senate floor. Listen, here we go.
0: There is demeanor. He sure didn't show the demeanor of a judge at the hearing. There is partisanship. He brought out the most raw form of partisanship, so unbecoming, of someone on the district court.
1: Yeah, there so his demeanor and then partisanship. Yet, uh, did Chuck Schumer condemn Ruth Bader Ginsburg for calling Trump a faker and saying oh, we'd all be not. in trouble when uh, when he was running for president? Of course not. No, never. So, again, you're right. The goalposts are being moved now. Yeah, there's, there's nobody that can actually corroborate any story. They're 0 for 8 on witnesses between Swetnick and Ford. So now, since well, there's nobody the one, that can corroborate it, the one thing it.
0: that bugs me
5: about uh, uh. when they keep calling Ford's uh, accusations credible, yeah. how do you how do you define credible? I mean, you, you have everybody she's named says didn't happen, and she's backcropped crazy. I mean, you're
1: mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's it's frustrating, isn't it? It's like Bizarro World. Very
5: frustrating. I mean, I've, I've been like at a you know 210 degrees, you know, for the past two weeks with this, just below boiling point, because this is just infuriating because this is a, a good man. He's qualified. Um, you know, Hagan and, and Sotomayor, they, they got appointed with like over 90 votes each.
7: I think,
8: um,
5: gosh, we, we've had some really good judges get like 97. I, I think that was, uh, um, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank, the guy, the justice who passed away last year.
1: Well, Scalia.
5: Um, Scalia, yeah, he. Scalia was a staunch conservative,
1: conservative yep. and he
5: was, he was constitutional, and he got elected with, like, 97 votes.
1: Uh, Sandra Day so O'Connor this, this was 90, 99, to z- z- 99 to 0 for Sandra Day O'Connor.
5: Yeah, I mean, there you go. You know, but since Bork and, and after him, the whole Anita Hill nonsense, the Democrats have made this all politics. And this is supposed to be the branch of government that has nothing to do
1: with politics. And that's what they're so trying they, to make they, this. They have no
5: standards whatsoever, and they'll stop at absolutely nothing. And and I hope people realize that, and I hope this causes people to get out and vote. Because I would really love to see this you know, election night 2018 be as shocking to the Democrats as election night 2016.
1: Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be fantastic?
5: I, I, I don't doubt that'll happen, quite honestly. I, I think there are enough people that are furious. I mean, look, look at... Look at the economy. Look how great everyone is doing. Look, The, the, the black community is doing scores better than they did
2: Obama. Mm.
5: Hispanic community. Highest median income ever recorded. You know, so I think these people don't, don't not answer polls or they'll tell pollsters, whatever they want to hear. But when they're in that voting booth, they're going to vote their pocketbook and they're going to vote the economy. And
1: Just like 2016.
5: Get voted more Republicans to support Trump.
1: Yep. That, and that's the thing. It's not like we're we're voting. nope, you know we're not voting. For Paul Paul Ryan's not motivating you to vote. Martha McSally, sadly enough, is not motivating people to go vote. Trump, right. Trump, and Kavanaugh, are motivating yeah. people to go vote. You know, that's and I hope
5: what... Kavanaugh has a long memory. I hope he never forgets this.
1: Oh, dude, he I never hope... will. No human being could ever forget this. This is so insane. What's happening to this poor freaking guy? And again, the, the big story today, he allegedly threw ice to someone, uh, at someone oh while in college God. at a bar, yet it was never actually recorded that way in the police report. And, and then the guy that the North Carolina professor, NC State professor that told this to the New York Times, got the guy wrong. He said, yeah, and then Kevin, I threw a glass at a guy, hit him in the ear. It was Chris Dudley. Chris Dudley in the police report said, I never did that. So, I mean, it's just, it's all crap. It's all crap. So I know you're frustrated. We, we all are as well. And people across the country are livid at this. I think more than people realize. So we'll see. Dominic, man, thank you for the update on the Schumer. Yeah, the moving the goalposts. You're right about that. Have a good one, brother. All right, take care. You too, man. Um, and then we need to really get into this, and I really want to take your calls because I don't think any of us like Jeff Flake. I didn't think we could dislike him anymore, and we do. The fact that these women, these two women, one ra- ra- is literally the executive director of a left-wing group that is funded by George Soros' Open Society Foundation. And the other lady that confronted him, that was right next to her, is a paid professional activist. That's part of the group. This is literally a bunch of garbage. A bunch of garbage. Did Jeff Flake not know about this? Why isn't the rest of the media talking about this? Why aren't other Republicans saying, wait, was this a setup? How can we trust this? How can we? We'll get to all that and your calls. Don't go anywhere. 832, here's a
5: Agree, disagree—it doesn't matter. As long as you think that he's good-looking, <laughs> just playing. The morning ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. It
1: is. Thank you. This is a Kanye song. How do you grasp fed boy? <laughs> I said grass-fed grass butter. Grass, grass-fed. Isn't that what it is? It's butter from cows that were grass-fed. Grass so yeah. shut up. Yes. <laughs> You are awarded think. zero points. <laughs> <laughs> Grass-fed Ryan. Uh, All right, three things I think you need to know. It's still making me fat. <laughs> it's oh, still shandy. making me thirsty. Mm. Uh, three things I think you need to know. Leave me alone. Uh, three. I'm getting texts from friends as at the same time that you're making fun of me. That's what she said. Yes. Uh, Three things I think you need to know. Number one, Julie Swetnick, who is the porn star lawyer's client, made a fool of herself on NBC News. NBC's like, we contacted the people that you claim were at the party. One's dead. One denies they even know who you are. Two others aren't returning calls. Whoops. She went back on everything that she said. It's It's crazy. Second thing that I think you need to know, Jeff Flake sucks, but you already know that. Okay. So uh Jeff Flake apparently was he had the two women that accused Jeff Flake of hating women and whatever else in the elevator last week, apparently uh paid activists. One's the executive director of a leftist group funded by George Soros. The other one's an activist that works for that group. Uh Oh, did Jeff Flake know about this? Wouldn't he? This is all a freaking ruse. It's not hard to figure this out. Uh, plus, Jeff Flake said he always hated Trump. Uh, third thing, I think you, and he said that in Boston yesterday, third thing that I think you need to know, once people are actually told the information, the information, in a Harvard-Harris poll, they said, all right, you saw the uh, they, they interviewed people, voters, they said, do you think Kavanaugh should be confirmed based on the testimony on Thursday? 37% said yes. Here's what's crazy. They heard about it, you read about it. When they were told, hey, did you know Christine Ford's Four witnesses all deny this event ever happened. None of them corroborate what she said. They went, really? Yeah, what do you think now? Jumped to 57% that said he should be confirmed. 57%. When you get the right info, that's what happens. Three things I think you need to know. All right. So I'm curious as to what you think. If you think that Jeff Flake uh, knows this was a setup, A setup, 880 KNST, 8805678. What do you think? Jeff Flake is just a poor sap. He's just some sucker that hates Trump and was confronted by a bunch of, you know, a couple of angry women at an elevator in a Senate building right before he was going to vote. He told originally, told the media, these women didn't change his mind, didn't affect what he he really felt and wanted to see happen. But then, really quick before we get to your calls, let's play Jeff Flake, uh, number 108. He was asked yesterday in New Hampshire. And in Boston, wherever he was, the, he was in New Hampshire. In Boston, the impact of the chicks yelling at him. Here we go.
6: How much did those two women affect you? Well, it was uh, that experience as well as a lot of others. Uh, I've got calls and emails and texts from from women um, who mm. I never thought I'd hear from in this regard, saying, "Here's what happened to me when I was young. Here's what happened to me 30 years ago."
1: So, I did it didn't affect him? Didn't deny it there? But he just hated Trump. He always hated Trump. He even said, I never warmed Trump. He said bad things about Obama and McCain. Called our enemies losers. Excuse me? So Jeff Flake, once again, doesn't stand up for Americans. So, uh, so this whole event happens. These two chicks yell at him. And part of me wants to, you know, you, you got to think about it. You got to question it. Did Jeff Flake, was this normal and natural and he just got, you know, taken for a sucker and a sap? And look, he might because he's just Look, he's not a more—he's immoral, Jeff Flake. Immoral, Jeff Flake. You know it, I know it, because he said he would never reach across the aisle uh, if he was running for re-election. He thought this is the right thing to do for the country. Have a seven-day delay, but if I was running for re-election, I never would have done it. <laughs> How moral can you be, Jeff? Anyway, let's talk to Dan. Dan, welcome to KNSD. Hi, Dan. Good morning. What's up, Dan? How are you doing, Derek? You right.
2: had asked uh, the question did he know this was a setup let's say, let's look at what he might have had for clues it was in the Senate building with these two women where the which I'm sure was a closed-off area with a CNN camera crew you don't think that would be a bit of a clue because well. you can't get, try to get into that area without uh, all sorts of special permissions and IDs and everything Are you sure about that? Hang, hang, on, right? on, hang
1: on, hang on. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what, the one thing that the government prides itself on is how open it is. Like when, I, when Ryan and I were in D.C., we'd see these senators just walking around just like everybody else, as they should because they work for the people. So people should be able to walk up to them and say whatever is on their mind. So I, he was trying to go down a, an elevator that would have taken him from his office to... Uh, to down to where they vote but he sought to walk through public hallways you can go run into these people it's not like they're rock stars behind security lines or things like that
2: okay uh but would there not be security there and and when you hear people uh starting to yell and scream i would think uh, uh security would be on top of it all over
1: i, w- I would think they'd show up i mean people <laughs> have the right but people do have the right to yell at their elected representative. But but I know what you're saying. Though all of a sudden these two chicks just show up, along with a CNN camera crew. And listen, everybody that's in that building that is not working for the federal government that day, or the media, I guarantee is an activist, paid activist. Guarantee it. Um, So you have to sit back and wonder. Yeah, they just sought me out. Am I just the SAP, or did Jeff Flake just say, you know, coordinate this to try to buy some more time to destroy Trump and everything Trump wants to do? That's the question. So you can you can come up with it on your own. I mean, you don't think I it would, would. I would say well, I wouldn't CNN
2: camera crew be following these particular gals around, too. So
1: They want, they, they apparently knew something was going to happen, right? <laughs> you think? Yeah, you think. Uh, Great point, Dan. I appreciate it, brother. See you. You too. Oh. Bye-bye. That was in the Capitol building, right? Uh, you know, it was a Senate building, wherever his office was. It was in the, because remember we were in the, it, the it, we, where were we? The heart building. We were in the heart building across the street. And, 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 but there, that's where they had the, when we were in D.C. a few weeks ago, last month. Um, so we were in the heart building, Ryan and I, and we actually got to see 20 minutes of the Brett Kavanaugh hearings before they got insane. I mean, people were still getting thrown out, but it was before all this, these crazy allegations came about. But remember, we passed offices for Kamala Harris yeah. and other ones. That's where their offices are, all over that building. Well, they're also in the Capitol as well. No, they're not their offices.
4: I don't believe. Yeah, there are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw uh, not John McCain's when I was there. Okay, uh, years ago.
1: So I guess they're all over the place. But I mean, he was said he was leaving his office to go to that elevator to take it down to where the vote was going to be. Let
4: me tell you, man. The Capitol Senate Capitol Judiciary Police Committee are everywhere, everywhere. At least in the Capitol building, and there's no way you can get away from those guys. And to see that happen and be Bicorne, mm-hmm. and he was going to go make a vote, right? He wasn't he going down to vote or something? Yeah, or he was going
1: out the Judiciary Committee meeting to vote. Uh, you know, either to. Say yeah, we recommend that Kavanaugh be, you know, so go ahead or, or they were
4: obstructing a senator from performing his uh, civic duty, correct?
1: Yeah, or you could sit back and say just they, just, they were just basically giving their opinion to an elected official that is supposed to hear them. Hmm. Yet Martha won't hear us. Where's right. where's she been, by the way? I brought you in her flyer she sent me. There she is. Uh, Kirsten Cinema in a two. If the best you have is Kirsten Cinema in a two two. That's what, that's what, listen, is a joke. She's terrible. She's awful. It's just Martha's not a very inspiring candidate. And for all the media, by the way, to buy into the garbage put out by the establishment in the Republican Party that Kelly Ward is not a good candidate, you tell me Martha McSally's a good candidate? If the best you have is Kirsten Cinnamon in a tutu, you can't point out how good you are. You have to point out how bad your opponent is. It's not good. But you can't let Sinema get in there. It's all, it's all it is. You can't let her get in there. Um so that's what we have there. All right. Uh we have so much more to talk about. I'll get more of your calls 880 KNST 880 5678. Uh your reaction coming up. We have more sound bites, McConnell, other things. Um I guess we can get into the drinking stories of other Supreme Court people. Uh I do have a David Garcia story. Oh! We got to talk about that Georgetown professor. This is just awesome. Uh Georgetown professor saying that uh, white GOP senators not just should die, but should have other things happen to them as well. So um we will uh, we will get to that. Don't go anywhere. It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety, Tucson's most stimulating. All right, it's nine oh eight. Let's do it. It's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis. KNSTAM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk, three things I think you need to know. Number one, Mitch McConnell this morning said there will be a vote to confirm Kavanaugh this week on the floor of the Senate. There will be one. And I wonder if the reason there will be one, right, if the reason that uh, there will be one uh, is because... The witnesses aren't doing it. It's not working. The FBI investigation is getting closer to ending. Whoa, baby. Second thing I think you need to know is that uh, this interesting poll that came out from Harvard-Harris, 37% of people that uh, said that they read about the hearings said that he should be confirmed, Kevin should be confirmed. Once the, the polling company said, do you know that every single witness put forth by Ford said that They disagree with her. They don't corroborate any of information. They refute it. It jumped up to 57%. 57% said he should be confirmed. And Julie Swetnick made a fool of herself on NBC News last night going back on many things that she uh, claimed happened in a sworn affidavit, which, by the way, she should be brought up on charges. She should be. We'll get to that. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is that Jeff Flake, he either was uh, in on this plan or got you know, tricked like a fool. Turns out those two chicks that were yelling at him at the elevator. um, Those two chicks. Oh, boy. One of them was in charge is the executive director of a leftist group that is funded by George Soros, George Soros, his Open Society Foundation. And the other chick works for that group. It was a setup. We knew it was a setup. Did Jeff Flake know about it? Or is he just a dumb sap? Either way, it's not good for him. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, Trump just tweeted out something in all caps. Seconds ago. The only reason to vote for a Democrat is if you're tired of winning. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, now you want some unhinged stories for you because we always enjoy the unhinged stories, right? Remember, remember, the media wants you to think that at some point a Republican, or I should just say a Trump supporter because it might not be Republicans. A Trump supporter is going to kill a member of the media. Remember that? A Trump supporter is going to cause violence. Donald Trump is telling people to get They're the He's going to have blood on his hands. Of course, it was a Bernie supporter that shot up the Republicans playing baseball. Remember that? Um, we have that. Now, there's a couple of stories I have. Here's one. Georgetown professor says white GOP senators deserve miserable deaths. Yes, that that actually happened. Why is this not a stinging headline? Because it's for white people? An anti-Trump professor at Georgetown University, Dr. Carol Christine Fair, an associate professor in the security studies program, tweeted out that uh, white Republican senators, specifically Lindsey Graham, who defended Kavanaugh, remember that? We played it. White Republican senators deserve miserable deaths Do you want to know what the exact tweet is This is what she wrote Look at the she I think she meant this but she wrote thus Look at thus chorus of entitled white men justifying a serial rapist's arrogated entitlement All of them deserve miserable deaths while feminists laugh as they take their last gasps Bonus we castrate their corpses And feed them to swine? Yes. It's very civil, isn't it? Now, if, I mean, you look at that and you say, a crazy person, an unhinged person, a deranged person wrote that. If somebody wrote something that disgusting that worked for you or with you, wouldn't you think they'd probably get fired? That's pretty sick, right? I mean it, not only is it just wrong and disgusting and what everything about it is just bad. So these white men deserve miserable deaths while feminists laugh at them as they take their last gasps and a bonus is they castrate their corpses and feed them to swine. That's just crazy. I obviously she's been thinking about this for a very long time.
4: Sounds like a setup. Yeah,
1: I mean obviously somebody dumped her and she got mad and uh this is this is really this is really gross. Really gross castrate their corpses and feed them to swine. She then deleted the tweet, of course, but it's the internet, it's herpes, it lasts forever. Apparently she went on a profanity-laced Twitter tirade against Brett Kavanaugh, calling uh, calling him a rapist and a perjurer. Of course, there's actually no evidence of any of that, but whatever. She described Republicans as, quote, effing death cult, filthy swine. Georgetown University professor I would think that she probably doesn't deserve to teach anymore at least if like if I was in charge of Georgetown I'd be like this woman's kind of toxic we're gonna let her go that's just me but you know it's academia so I'm sure she'll actually be okay she'll be all right right um one student told campus reform about this I don't think that I don't think people that Georgetown actually employ should be held to a significantly lower standard. Clearly, any of her students that see this rant are going to feel threatened if they have opinions that differ from hers. Now, I mean, think about this, okay? All of a sudden, you have people accusing Brett Kavanaugh of, of not having the right demeanor, the right temperament, because, oh man, oh man, he he got mad as hell for being called a gang rapist that drugged women. He drugged women, and he and his buddies form trains to line up and rape women. I mean, I think that any of us would be pretty upset at that, right? This woman is clearly disgusting. Disgusting. You want to talk about temperament for the job? Yeah. Uh, She told Fox News her tweets are her private speech and referred to a blog post she wrote on her personal site in which she wrote, she chose her words specifically, and they were intended to make you feel uncomfortable. So she's, in, yeah, she's a psycho. A Georgetown University spokesperson told Fox News, the views of faculty members expressed in their private capacities are their own and not the views of the university. Yeah. Who wants to sign up to take her class? Now, maybe there will be enough people that are just deranged like her that say, I want to take a nut jobs class like that. But that's just what they do. This is the other side. Right, this this is how they act. But Trump supporters are the ones that are crazy and do crazy things and say crazy things and isn't that right? Isn't that right? And then you have this other guy. Did you see the cartoon? He couldn't get it published. This the cartoonist. Uh he is a left wing cartoonist, Chris Britt. Do you remember can you go back to the Brett Kavanaugh soundbites where we talked about his daughter praying? It was such an unbelievable thing. Even the nutty Alyssa Milano was tearing up sitting behind Brett Kavanaugh. Right? So Brett Kavanaugh um, talked about his daughter. His daughter um, is 10 years, one of his daughters 10 years old. And his daughter said, Dad, I, we, we should pray for Christine Ford. Right? Pray, Pray for her um hang on i'll get it right here so this was a very powerful moment i just put in the okay you got it cool go for it here we go listen. i
2: am innocent of this charge i intend no ill will to dr ford and her family the other night ashley and my daughter liza said their prayers and little liza all of 10 years old Said to Ashley, "We should pray for the woman." It's a lot of wisdom from a ten-year-old. Mm-hmm. We mean, we mean no ill will.
1: So I mean, that was very powerful, ten-year-old, and kids should be off limits, don't you think? Well, this nut job, Chris Britt, a uh, political cartoonist, I guess, uh, drew a cartoon of a little girl praying. At night, kneeling down, elbows on the bed, Kavanaugh's daughter says another prayer. And he has her saying, Dear God, forgive my angry, lying, alcoholic father for sexually assaulting Dr. Ford. Where's the national and super civil discourse? That's right here in Tucson. Where are they saying anything? Apparently, uh, he is a regular contributor, but not an employee to the Illinois Times. Yeah, the Illinois Times. And, of course, this guy will not speak publicly to back up the crap that he did. Just, these, these people are disgusting. Why do you want? Do you, why would you want to be on this team? Why? 880-KNST, eight eight zero five six seven eight. Mike, welcome to KNST. Hello, Mike.
0: Hey, good morning, Garrett. Hey, I think it's important to remember professors, by definition, are people who can't hack it in the private sector, in the real world. They cannot handle being in a position of inferiority meaning that they uh, cannot handle having a boss. Therefore, for those who cannot or choose and will not work in the private sector and work in reality, they go and teach and become a professor.
1: You, you are right, those who can't teach. But what does it say about me, though? Because I don't like having a boss either.
0: Well, but you're working in
2: the <laughs> private sector. You have your own
0: show. Uh, you're more or less an entrepreneur. You're ooh. a
2: different story.
0: And uh, No, I, I would not categorize you as a professor. But I would like to ask you this. Since we're in the age of gender equality, and uh, I have to admit, I've been listening to your show and have been going through all of the different sources to get as much information as I can on the Brett Kavanaugh story. Since Professor Ford has yet to file a police report, and this really smells like the Duke LaCrosse scandal of 2006 and also of uh, of the Tawana Brawley case, how soon can I expect, and I emailed Senator Kyle this, and I listen to you the same. If it turns out by Friday that the FBI investigation is inconclusive, shall we say, how soon can I expect perjury charge to be brought up against Professor Ford and everyone else's come forward? Well, I,
1: I, 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 I would I, I would start with, uh, with Julie Swetnick first, because she had a sworn affidavit under penalty of perjury that everything she said was truthful, and then she goes on NBC News and says things that Aren't the same, aren't the same at all. She changed her story. Even NBC News said she changed her story. So I don't know if you'd say it about. Uh, I I don't know if you could say it about Christine Ford. She gave to the best of her recollection in that aspect. I, maybe, but at least this Swetnick is. I mean, she is literally contradicting herself.
0: You know that's true. However, you know the fact that she made the testimony. You know Ford testified under under oath in her statement, and yeah. none of the people can collaborate and. Again, I have yet to see a police report filed. So when can oh, and I Oh, somebody to hold her? Yeah,
1: well, and I don't know if you hold your, her. Account? Never. She, she. You know what? That's gonna be public opinion. Again, she's not contradicting herself. She changed a couple of things, but nothing to the extent of the sweatnik did. I don't know if you're if you're aware of this. Not too over the weekend, Chuck Grassley, the Republican senator that's in charge of the Senate Judiciary Committee, actually put out a tweet. And he said, "We are going to investigate all of these claims and the ones that are false." We're gonna have the FBI look into him because he's basically trying to tell people, "Don't come with these crazy stories," because you're gonna get charged with a crime.
0: It's about time that happened. Yeah. And uh, and as I said, in the age of in in this, in this day and age, and especially with the uh, the hell that uh, the Kavanaugh family has gone through, these oh. daughters you mentioned earlier uh, have by no means done anything wrong yet. They're now the the target and the subject to uh, uh, these these heinous and despicable mm-hmm. you know cartoons, and illustrations, and it, it, it's unacceptable. So I look forward to seeing the era of gender and political equality
1: come forth. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. these people <laughs> equally accountable. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate listening. And thank, thank you for the comments. As a matter of fact, by the way, we, we have, uh, we got to get to the uh, Richard Blumenthal stuff. The Dick Blumenthal, what Donang Donang Don, Ang, Don Ang Dick. Dick. Don Ang Dick. Uh, you got to hear what Trump said. We did it live on the show. You said, if you missed it, we'll play it. And then NBC News trying to defend Don, a- lying Donang Dick. It's uh, Danang. Dan- sorry, Danang. Sorry. Lying Danang Dick. I have to brush up on my Vietnamese. So, uh, get rid of that Long Islander is that what it Don, Don Ang, eh, eh? uh, did they say pizza with an R on it too? Yes, so, so we'll get to that. And then, and then Jeff Flake has spoken again. The latest, this guy just won't stop. He just won't stop. The latest that Jeff Flake said, oh my god, it's coming up. KNST AIM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. He won't vote for Kavanaugh come Friday. If that's when the vote's going to be, listen to this. The initial uh,
6: defense that, uh, that Judge uh, um, Kavanaugh gave uh, w- was something like, I, "I told my wife, I hope that I would sound that indignant if I were, uh, if I felt that I was unjustly, you know, maligned." But then it went on, and the interaction with the members was sharp and partisan and that concerns me and i huh. tell myself you give a little leeway because of what he's been through but on the other hand we can't have this on the court we, we simply can't
1: is that going to be the out that jeff flake takes to vote no again did jeff flake call for ruth bader ginsburg to step down after she called trump a faker and said that who knows what the country's going to look like if this guy wins. And, Bob, I mean, Je- Ruth Bader Ginsburg attacked Trump during the election campaign. Did Jeff Flake say anything about it? If he did, nobody heard it because nobody knew who the hell Jeff Flake was. The guy was called a gang rapist and called evil on top of that. By the Democrats on that committee. If Brett Kavanaugh wasn't mad, I'd be like, how can this guy not be mad? Oh, man. So that's the latest from uh, from good old Jeff Flake. And if you missed it one more time, Immoral Jeff. Uh, let's play Immoral Jeff from uh, number... Uh, which one? Oh, yeah, yeah, number 105. This is all about him wanting to get a job after he's, you know, done with the Senate and he just hates Trump. Listen,
6: I I could never warm to the president. Uh, Long before he ran, he talked about President Obama not being a citizen. Uh, I thought that itself is disqualified. Uh, You cannot do that. And then talked about John McCain in a derogatory way and then talked about uh, Mexicans in a derogatory way. And I just think that we've got to do better than that. We uh, we can't refer to our opponents, political opponents on the other side of the aisle as losers and clowns.
1: That's what you, they, they, they trust me, under their breath, they're calling you that, Jeff. Has Jeff ever stood up for victims of illegal immigrants? Miriam Mendoza, the rest? Of, no, 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 no. Why should he? This guy is just, he's just. He isn't. I mean, there are. I, I got to watch it. Take a breath. I got to watch it. Take a breath. I have to watch it. But just know that you and me are thinking the same thing. So I wonder if this is Jeff's out to vote no. I can't have such a partisan this on the court. Blah, 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 blah. Well, then again, say that Ruth Bader Ginsburg should step down, which she never will. He's just...
4: That's what he is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. By the way... Got an email from a listener because I said, where's Martha been? Like, I, just, I don't see her. I don't hear her. And <laughs> I got an email. Martha's with her dog, Boomer, at the park. I just saw her 30 minutes ago End on Saturday. So I replied back, don't lie to me. And he goes, true story, bro. No lie. And he called Ryan also. Yeah, and I
4: was like, what are you talking
1: about? And he said, my wife is a witness. Oh, and by the way, finally convinced her to get good feet. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. So, I mean, Martha could be here in the studio with me talking about what she wants to do, answering some questions, Mm -hmm. and she hides at the dog. Really, is that what... uh, Everybody needs a life. I get it. But that's the best use of your time right now when you're a month out of Election Day. Okay. Maybe she's listening on the iHeartRadio app when she's at the dog park. That'd be cool. 933, you can react to what Jeff Flake just said. You think this is his out... Uh, we got that. We got to play uh, NBC News, a bunch of hacks. What they did yesterday with the Julie Swetnick story is the complete opposite of what they did with uh, Juanita Broderick. And they also stood up and tried to uh, claim Trump was wrong about lying Donang Dick Blumenthal. Am I saying it right? Donang. De- whatever. Donang. Donang. So that's all coming up right now on KNSD. That's why the media doesn't want you to know the truth. Three things I think you need to know. And that's why we're going to tell you that NBC is nothing but a giant hack job, whether it's NBC News, MSNBC, doesn't really matter. This was just said this morning, minutes ago on MSNBC. Do We have that, the Stephanie Rule soundbite. Listen to what she said. She, this, she There was just a report, right? I'll, I'll even tell you, I'll give you the context of it, okay? Uh, Peter Alexander of MSNBC was doing a little report talking about there's still a real anxiety. There could be something else that undercuts The White House's effort to get Kavanaugh confirmed, but they feel strongly about the case on behalf of him, but they're still a little nervous. And Stephanie Rule chimes in. Well, yeah, but from the White House perspective,
3: no one is talking about Robert Mueller, not for the past week. And so that is a win for President Trump. I want to bring my thought. Think about what I just said. That is a win. We're only going after his Supreme Court nominee.
1: Did you hear that? Go back a few seconds, Ryan. I don't know what you did. She said we're only going after like we're not going after him on Robert Mueller we're only going after his supreme court nominee go ahead
3: that is a win we're only going after his supreme court nominee
1: so they admit right there they're not doing reporting they're not reporting both sides they're not they're not trying to tell you exactly what's going on with the actual truth and details they're 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 saying all they want to do is go after Brett Kavanaugh that's just one example Uh, Julie Swetnick. Let's just play the one, the number 109 real quick. Julie Swetnick. We played these a couple hours ago, but I want you to hear this one again. Julie Swetnick. NBC basically did an interview with her last night based on her, and they could have like, by the way, they could have canned this. They could have said, none of this makes sense. I'm glad they didn't in a way, but they went with this. They interviewed her. This this woman who made up this story about I went to 10 parties where girls were getting drugged and raped. Why would you go to more than one? Why wouldn't you call the cops? Why, what's going on? Why wouldn't you try to protect the other girls if this is really happening? Listen to this.
7: Are there friends who
3: remember these parties, too, and remember you? Oh, I think everybody in the county remembers those parties. Because we haven't heard from those friends, so... I'm asking, you know, are there people yes, alive I, today yes, who I have, say, I, yes, I, have, I went yes, to those parties with Yes, Julie. there are people that know about those parties. You,
7: this morning, Swetnick provided four names of friends she says went to the parties Ready? with her. One of them said he does not recall a Julie Swetnick. Oh. Another of the friends she named is deceased. We've reached out to the other two and haven't heard back. Swetnick mm. says after the alleged attack on her when she was 19, she never returned to those big
1: house parties. So she went the first 10 times. I thought she was 20. (sighs) Yeah, I I thought she was 22. Maybe she's 19. Bottom line, she's over 18, and the rest were under 18. Exactly. So, but there you go. So that was one thing. She also walked back the statements that she made about uh, who spiked the punch. She actually, in the affidavit, said that Kavanaugh was spiking the punch. She told NBC News, well, I didn't see him doing it. He was just handing out cups to people. Solo cups, red ones. Changed the story about the gang rape. I didn't see him actually do this. I just, you know... So that happened. But NBC went right with it. Did they vet it? Did they ask her, are you full of it? Are you not full of it? Like, what's going No, but do you remember what happened to Juanita Broderick? NBC News, when Rod- Juanita Broderick came out and said, Bill Clinton raped me, NBC News sat on it for over a month. Because they said they had to vet it. They had to make sure everything was okay. They had She said Clinton raped her twice in a hotel room back in 1978. Yeah. Do you remember that? 1999 interview. It took them over a month to actually air it. Do you think, why didn't they spend a month to vet Julie Swetnick? Because they wanted to get it done this week. What if he gets a confirmation vote? We got to get this out there. It's a hit job. It's a hit job. Do you remember Trump yesterday? 120, what he said about Danang. Dan, Danang. does it again? Danang. 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 Da Nang, Dick on. Blumenthal. On. Listen, Lion, Dick Blumenthal. I brought, listen, all this stuff's coming out. We pointed this out last week when it actually happened. Like, how can Dick Blumenthal uh, say to Brett Kavanaugh, We question your credibility? Dude lied for years about going to Vietnam. Just just listen to Trump go after this. This is great. Here we go. Look at Blumenthal.
5: He lied about <laughs> Vietnam. He didn't just say, Hey, I went to Vietnam. No, no. For 15 years, he said he was a war hero. Yeah. He fought in Da Nang province. Da we Nang. call him. Danang Richard Danang that's his nickname Danang he never went to Vietnam he got a nickname and he's up there saying
1: we need honesty and we need integrity this guy lied when he was the attorney general of Connecticut he lied he lied but leave it to NBC news MSNBC's Katie Tour she's on NBC a lot too but she was anchoring a show on MSNBC defending lying Danang Dick Blumenthal listen
3: a fact check on what he said about Senator Blumenthal. He was claiming that Senator Blumenthal said that he served in Denang in Vietnam and bragged about serving in Denang in Vietnam but was lying about it and got caught lying about it. Senator Blumenthal did say in 2010, according to a New York Times article from back then, uh that he served in Vietnam. Not that he served in Denang or any particular province, that he served in Vietnam when he was confronted with the fact that he didn't Actually serve in Vietnam. He was um only in the Marine Reserve at the time. He said, I meant Vietnam era, but took full responsibility for what he called a few misplaced words. Oh,
1: so she said, listen, it was just a few mis that's what he said, a few misplaced words. It's just a few misplaced words. Remember her colleague Stephanie Rule on NBC we played it just a couple of minutes ago. We're only going after his Supreme Court nominee. And Danang Dick only misplaced a few words. That's it a few words he's a
4: friend
1: just a few words he's old well there's a great piece on the hill by joe concha that summed this up all the times that blumenthal did this from 2003 to 2008 eight different occasions eight different occasions over those five years he lied about this norwalk connecticut quote blumenthal Donang Dick, we have learned something important since the days that I served in Vietnam. And you exemplify it whenever we think about the war, whatever we think about the war, whatever we call it, Afghanistan or Iraq, we are military men and women on support. That was uh, in 2003, he said of soldiers returning from Iraq, the Iraq war at a rally attended by 100 military families that, quote, when we returned from Vietnam, we saw nothing like this. In 2010, Donang Dick received five it came out he received by the way five military deferments before enlisting in the marine reserves said he quote may have misspoken about his service but would not allow anyone to take a few misplaced words and impugn my record of service to our country big difference going to vietnam and being a politician no Quote, on a few occasions, I've misspoken about my service. Misspoken. Mm -hmm. And I regret that I, and I take full responsibility, but I will not allow anyone to take a few misplaced words and impugn my record of service to our country. Okay, 953, it's KNS.